Hi, my name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm obsessed with all things business, especially networking. Oftentimes, the opportunities that we have in business and even personally comes down to who we know. I love helping people build a thriving network with genuine people, even if they are new to the game, afraid to say the wrong thing, or need a reminder to just do it. I'm a California transplant living in Northern England who's taken her business chops from California to New York and now the US to the UK. I work from home and run two businesses. No matter if you're a networking beginner or not, I can teach you the step-by-step behind the scenes secrets to building a network that you love. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be encouraged and have some fun while you learn. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. Hello there and welcome back. This is episode three of the Allergic to Small Talk podcast. You can catch me here every Thursday or you can check me out every Thursday on Instagram and Facebook at Let's Cut Class. I also have an exclusive Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk where you can pick up tips, tricks, and motivation to get your networking on. Raise your hand if you get tripped up telling people what you do. You know, when someone asks you, what do you do? Do you stare at them like a deer caught in headlights and then mutter out your job title? Well, I gotta tell ya, you're not alone. This common question is so simple, yet a little complex to answer. You obviously know what it is that you do, but boiling it down for someone in a quick manner is tougher than it sounds, right? What if I told you there are seven ways you can easily answer the question, what do you do? Have I piqued your curiosity? And here is the cherry on top. You don't have to have some fancy job or worry about your job being so complex for people to relate and understand what it is that you exactly do. If you have ever struggled with this question or walked away from a conversation with someone and thought, ugh, why did I talk about my job like that? You're going to totally dig today's episode. Understanding how to answer what do you do develops your foundation to network. On this podcast, you will often hear me talk a lot about building a solid foundation to network. Why? Well, oftentimes, my audience wanders off into the world to create connections, but there are just a few pieces that come before that step. If those pieces are in place, wandering off to create connections becomes a whole lot easier. After this episode, you will be able to prepare and understand how to answer what do you do in seven different ways. Plus, these tips will give you ideas on how to ask people what they do. As we go through each of these seven tips, take notes and see how you can apply them to what you do. You will also be able to find my show notes at letscutclass.com forward slash A3 if you want to dive in deeper. Are you ready to dive in? Let's do this. First, I'm going to give you a rundown of my seven tips. Then we can break each one down with examples. Number one, highlight a problem you solve. Number two, tell a story. Number three, teach something about your line of work. Number four, promote yourself. And don't worry, you will do this in a classy way. Number five, explain what you do in a relatable way. Number six, come up with a catchy job title. Number seven, talk about something you are passionate about. All right, let's get into number one. If you're in a career, have a professional role, or 
own your own business, your boss or clients hired you because you solve a problem, right? The reason you get paid is a better explanation of what you do than your job title. I'm going to read a template and then pop an example into the template. Here is the template. I am a, insert your job title, specializing in, insert what you actually do, to help, insert the group of people, followed by, insert desired outcome. For this example, let's assume you're a copywriter. Here is this example in action. I am a copywriter specializing in creating high-value content to help small business owners increase their emailing lists and convert them into paying clients. Answering the question by highlighting the problems you solve as part of your job is a lot more interesting than simply saying that you are a copywriter. You see, this response is more focused on the value you bring to the table. In addition, it provides an avenue for the conversation to go further. Since the other person might be interested in learning how exactly you go about solving the problems. All right, let's dive into number two. Tell a story. Oh gosh, I love number two mainly because it can be so much fun. People love stories because they're relatable, which in turn help them connect better to the person telling the story. When someone asks, what do you do? Give them a short story about something that is interesting or exciting about your work. Telling stories not only makes your answer interesting, it also allows you to shape the mental picture the other person holds about what you do. For instance, instead of saying you teach English to children online, you might weave in a story into your answer by saying, I currently teach English to children online. Just last month, I traveled to Korea, China, and Thailand from the comfort of my home. I'm trying to reach up to six different countries each month because I love learning about different cultures and impacting children's lives. You see, this answer is more exciting and interesting and engaging than simply stating that you are an online teacher. It also provides more depth for the conversation since the other person might be interested in knowing how you meet these students and their family, how many students you teach each week, how old your students are, and so on. They are also more likely to remember meeting you than if you had only mentioned that you teach English online without divulging any further information. Maybe right now you are starting to think about how you can tell a story about what you do. Okay, let's head into number three. Teach something about your line of work. We've all run into people that assume they know what we do for work, right? If you can relate, you'll like number three. When someone asks you what you do, instead of stating your job title and leaving it to them to create assumptions, you could take the question as an opportunity for you to teach them something about your line of work. Pick a small element of your profession that you think they don't know about and educate them about it. This could be something like the void that you are filling in the market, the latest trends in your industry, some work trivia, that's my favorite, some common misconceptions about your line of work, some interesting information you learned recently, and so on. Say there is a person that helps brick-and-mortar businesses add an online course offering to their services. Say what? This could be very confusing for someone. So how about this person says, I help people launch an online course as part of their business. Did you know that by 2026, the global e-learning industry is expected to hit $374.3 billion dollars? In 2019, it was $144 billion. I help my clients get a tiny sliver of that billion-dollar industry. 
sharing a unique piece of information about your line of work positions you as someone who is quite knowledgeable about your industry, but it also paints a picture about the value you bring to the table and what you exactly do. In addition, it provides an opportunity to continue the conversation. For instance, the other person might be shocked that the e-learning industry is growing at such a rapid pace, it might ask you for tips on how they might be able to take what they know or offer into the online realm. This gives you space to talk about something you enjoy and to keep the conversation going. At this point, maybe you're thinking about interesting facts or fun trivia about your industry. Okay, let's get into number four. Promote yourself. Okay, if you're squirming in your seat at the thought of promoting yourself, hear me out. Sometimes being asked what you do just gives you an opportunity to promote yourself to a potential client or employer. But this can be done in a classy way. This is particularly useful at corporate or professional events where you are likely to be talking to a decision maker who could potentially hire you or bring you some business. Most people think that they risk coming across as self-centered or promoting themselves. You are a problem solver, not a self-centered SOB. So relax a little here, okay? Promoting yourself is a win-win situation for all parties involved. People go into professional events looking for people who add value to their lives or their businesses. By telling the other person what you are good at and how you can help them or their business, you are not only making it easier for them to find someone that can bring value, but also creating an opportunity for you to get some dollar dollar bills. Both of you benefit from the interaction. This method is really effective when you know something about what the other person does since it becomes much easier for you to tie what you do to what they might be looking for. For instance, let's assume you are a brand consultant for the hospitality industry and you're chatting up a restaurant owner who might be interested in a rebrand or opening a new restaurant. If they ask what you do for a living, you can use it as a chance for self-promotion by saying, I'm a brand consultant who specializes in the restaurant niche. The brands I have been honored to collaborate with have been recognized in the top 10 best lists in LA, and I get to taste fun recipes along the way. With this answer, you are essentially telling this person that you are the best person if they need a rebrand or a brand launch. At the same time, you're not directly asking them for a job, which would put undue pressure on them if you just met. Now, I want you to think about how you can promote yourself in a classy way without sounding overbearing. Moving along to number five, explain what you do in a relatable way. Tip number five is especially helpful for people that may have dropped industry jargon or technical terms when explaining what they do. I've met people like this before, and I'm just left really confused because they are using specific terms to their industry, and I'm like, say what? So. To avoid leaving people wondering about what it is that you exactly do, you're going to love number five. Say you're an SEO consultant and someone asks, what do you do? You could answer with, let's say you just launched a website for your business and you're looking for ways to get more people to visit your website. I'm the person you would call to look at your website and optimize it so that it's easier for people to find on Google when they search for phrases related to your industry. My job is to convince Google's algorithms that your website is more important and relevant so that they can rank it higher in their search results. This gives a clear picture on what you do, the value you provide, and the results you deliver instead of saying, I do SEO. This answer also positions you as an expert in the other person's eyes. 
if they decide to start a website or if someone they know has a website and is looking for someone to help them increase their traffic, you could be the first person to pop into their head. The key is to make what you do appear more relevant and relatable to the other person. If you're in a technical industry or not, hopefully number five has given you an idea of how you can explain what you do. All right, number six, come up with a witty job title. Okay, this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but if the title of your job is 50 Shades of Boring and you would like to have a little fun, you'll enjoy number six. Throughout your networking journey, you will meet so many people with the same job titles. Imagine you meet someone that is an HR consultant, an insurance broker, and a director of first impressions. Who are you more interested in hearing from? Probably the director of first impressions, even if that's just a fancy name for a private butler or a virtual assistant. If you want the question about what you do to become less of a dreadful moment and more of an opportunity to create intrigue, try to come up with a creative and catchy title for what you do, one that is different from your official job title. Having a catchy title helps you stand out from the pack and therefore makes you more memorable. In my previous example, you would have only remembered the butler or VA because of the catchy title they gave to their job. Lastly, a catchy title acts as an icebreaker. It sets the ground for fun and interesting conversations. If you tell someone that you are a director of first impressions, they will no doubt want to know what your job entails. Wondering how you can shift your job title to describe what you do? Here are some examples. Instead of calling yourself a plumber, you might decide to become Mario and Luigi's insurance guy. Instead of calling yourself a commercial insurance agent, you might just say business superhero because you save the day when your clients are in dire need. Or maybe you're an exterminator and you might become bug boy, bug girl, or bug person. This method requires you to relax a little and have fun. So take a minute and think about some fun titles you can give yourself. All right, we've made it to number seven. Talk about something you're passionate about. People do not always like their current jobs. In such cases, having to tell someone what you do is the last thing you want to do. You know that you will not sound enthusiastic about your job. You also don't want to tell someone you just met that your job sucks. Alternatively, you might be unemployed at the moment, which makes the question a bit awkward. You don't want to start explaining how you just got laid off to a complete stranger. Here's the thing, there is a technique you can use to answer this question like a pro without having to talk about how your job sucks or how you just got laid off. This technique is to focus on something you are passionate about, whether or not it is something you get paid for. It does not even have to be related to your current job. Let's say you are a shoe salesman, but that is not your ideal job, right? Maybe you are taking some web design and development classes with the aim of starting your own web design business. If someone asks you, what do you do? You don't have to talk about your sales job. Instead, you can say, I am currently learning web design and development. I'm looking forward to starting my own web design business. With this type of answer, you are taking charge of the situation and steering the conversation towards something you actually enjoy and wouldn't mind talking about, while at the same time, avoiding talking about your unemployment or the job you hate. Okay, everyone. Let's wrap this up by starting with a recap. Today's episode focused on seven ways to answer the question, what do you do, instead of just answering with your job title. Here are my seven tips. Number one, highlight a problem you solve. Remember, people pay you because you're a problem solver, not your job title, so share the problems you solve. Number two, 
tell a story. Telling a story helps people relate to you. Number three, teach something about your line of work. Maybe there is a fun fact, some industry data, or insightful trivia that you can pepper into your description. Number four, promote yourself. Don't worry, you'll do this in a classy way. Maybe there are some accolades you have achieved throughout your journey and perhaps you can weave them into your intro. Number five, explain what you do in a relatable way. This tip is especially useful for people in a technical industry or may have caught themselves using industry jargon when saying what it is that they do. Number six, come up with a catchy job title. Remember, this requires you to have a little fun and it may not be everybody's cup of tea. Come up with an interesting way to describe what you do with a new job title. And number seven, talk about something you are passionate about. This is especially good if you don't love your job or you are unemployed. If you liked these tips and want to work on different ways you can introduce yourself, go to letscutclass.com forward slash A3. And if you want to continue the conversation to help you on your networking journey, I go live every Thursday on Insta and Facebook at Let's Cut Class, or you can join my exclusive Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk. You can also find all of my podcast episodes on letscutclass.com forward slash allergic to small talk. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. See ya.